Hi, everybody. Welcome to this month's uh, monthly roundup. Uh, we are talking today about building authentic community, which is this month's topic. And with us today, we've got three wonderful YWAMers uh, from yeah, all over Europe, actually. We've got Kyle, who's from the Ukraine, uh, Andrew, who's serving in Serbia, and Rita, who's uh, from Harperton. So uh, it's great to have you guys with us. I'm so excited that uh, you could join us this morning and that we can talk about this very important topic. Um, Andrew, you had some really good thoughts about this topic. Would you like to share some of them with us? Yeah, thank you, Melinda, and thank you for asking me to be part of this. Um, I, well, so I live in a small town in Western Serbia, and uh, we've been a part, my wife and I, and our now growing team uh, for uh, in between uh, seven and 10 years for all of us. Um, and one of the things that has really stood out to me from this month's topic is the talk that Johnny and Jen Clark had for uh, building community and how community is supposed to be so much more than just our YWAM community. Uh, it was a good reminder uh, to me to that we should not stay in our YWAM bubbles, but that we we also have to be in the community, a part of the community. Um, our uh, key verse for YWAM in Serbia is John 13, 35, so that we will be known by the as Christ's disciples by the love that we have for one another. That's great. Uh, so it informs everything that we do. How are we uh, able to reach out in the community to be, but not that we're like doing outreach, but that we're just a part of the community uh, mm -hmm. and that people see that in us. Um, and as we, as we grow as a, a well, we are small now. Um, with five staff right now and to to practice loving on one another uh taking care of one another through these uh covid times has been challenging we've been split up into different uh, households um we don't have a base so we all live in our separate apartments so the times when we were meeting on zoom for two months and not allowed to see each other that mm -hmm. was that was really difficult but it it really gave us uh, a feeling of community and when we took the time to love on one another in the ways that we could. Um, and so that's one of the things that really stood out to me then following on in Jeff Pratt's talk, he talked about a bunch of different uh, rooms in this community house. And the one that stood out to me the most was affirmation and the importance of affirming one another and not just occasionally, not just weekly, but a, a daily affirmation. And uh, it was actually really convicting for me because that's something that I need to grow in and to do more. It's really easy uh, to get caught up in the busyness and all the things we have to do and to not remember to slow down and care for and affirm each member of our community. Um, so yeah, the, the last thing that I wanted to say that really stood out to me was uh, in the article from Rune Sather, he gives a, a lot of tips about uh, being a community in your leadership team. And the he actually gives a quote from uh, Rita that he had to that communication and unity are what make up community is our good communication and our good communication and, and taking care to make sure everything 
is clear to one another, that we love on one another in, in relationship brings our unity. That's great. That's really great, Andrew. Yeah, and I think, um, Carl, you had uh, also liked Jeff's uh, analogy with the rooms. Um, maybe you want to share some of that. Yeah, um, thanks so much for having me. Um, yeah, it's uh, great to be here. I'm really blessed to be here. So um, yeah, we, you know, with community, building community, that's um, a core of my heart. Um, when we stepped in in 2011, uh, 2010 for Wyom, into Wyom of leadership, um, we were kind of spread out like what Andrew was, you know, in the city, uh, everybody was kind of in their own apartments and stuff like that. And then in 2011, we moved to another property that had been bought many years ago. And then it became a, a very uh, tight knit community. We got closer, people started living here. And so kind of our elements changed. So um, that's been a good experience, you know, overall, and of course, challenging as well. But yeah, Jeff's um, Jeff's teaching was really good. Um, I love the analogy of the rooms. Um, that first first room, that first entryway of coming in, you know, he talked about um, that just the, how they would go away and retreat and have that silence before the Lord, um, where they all would go out and and just have that time of of listening to God and and asking Him um, what it was, you know, and just just having that time, and then they would come back and. Um, talk about that and just share, Hey, what did God speak to you? What, what was God sharing? And then they, that was kind of the entryway into the house. And then they, you know, Andrew talked about the, the room of encouragement. And then the, the other one that I really loved um, that I find um, close to my heart is the room of commitment, confrontation. And uh, what was the other one? Confession, maybe confession. Yes. Confession, commitment, and, uh, and confrontation. And, I think that's just so key um, as we're building community is to have that openness. Um, uh, it's challenging, you know, especially in a place like Eastern Europe, you know, confronting one another, being vulnerable with one of it, one another is a, it's a challenging thing in, in these kind of cultures. So, but I think it's, it's so key. Um, Rune actually also touched on that a bit. I know Andrew did. Um, he, he talked about the, the uh, we're called to live lives of openness and brokenness. And I just think that's so key as well. Um, it's good vulnerability, especially in a, in a room I touch more on this and a leadership team is so valuable because it builds trust. And I think in a community, um, when there's that kind of just openness and brokenness, Hey man, I, I'm a human being. I, I have struggles. I have, uh, I have heart issues. I, you know, I have things that God just needs to work on me and I'm not perfect. Um, I think that's so key. And, and I think more and more I'm seeing that, um, and our base, our mission, our leadership team is seeing that with, with the young people that are coming in. Um, this new generation, Gen Z, they love that. They don't want a leader. And this is very, it's a very, it's very opposite to what um, Eastern European leadership has been, right? You know, you need to be the perfect leader, solid, strong, you know, no mistakes. Um, you got to portray yourself that even if you're dying on the inside, right? And so the new generation, they seem to want that brokenness. They want that humility. They want that person that says, hey, um, I'm going to lead you through that. I'm going to guide you and um, mentor you and, and challenge you and, and pioneer, you know, champion you, even though I'm broken and I have issues and I have weaknesses. And I, I think that is such a key that Jeff touched on and Rune in, uh, in their article and in that, that talk about just that vulnerability, the brokenness and the... Um, yeah, just sensitivity towards one another in a community. And it's hard. It's not easy. Um, you have people that, that don't want that. They, they, they're closed. They don't want to be open. 
but um, I see I see the value so strongly in that. I think that's that's a very key thing that spoke to me um, as we build those kind of communities. Mm-hmm. And you know, and especially now with COVID, uh, you know, you've got a lot more emotional things coming out of that. Uh, a lot more triggers have been set. Uh, you're seeing, you know. <laughs> Uh, more of the real person coming out. Even for me, it's been challenging. There's been times where it's just been, it's felt so lonely. Even though Ukraine's been pretty open, it's, it's just, it's different. And so, uh, you know, I think Jose talked about that too. You know, uh, he talked about, he asked his staff one time, like, why are you here? You have to pay so much money to, to be in our community and, you know, all those things. And I think he said, most of them answered, well, because we feel protected. We feel that you champion us, that you um, are living with us and, you know, you help us. And so I think that protection too is key. You know, people need to feel protected both physically and emotionally. Um, and I think COVID now, yeah. this whole thing, people have really needed more, even emotional protection and emotional support during that time. So man, a lot of good stuff. We have a lot of great speakers, a lot of great people in Wyoming. I've learned yeah. so much, um, from this time. So it's been great. Thank you so much for letting me share. And yeah, yeah that's great. Thanks, Kyle. Um, yeah, and uh, I, I, it was quite, quite funny for me when I, because I had decided to invite Rita um, before I even read Bruner's article. So then for him to actually quote you um, in, the, in the calm and the unity uh, was really cute. Um, and I know you have some really good insights to share with us, Rita. Yeah, I think as a YWAMer, being 43 years, 32 years on YWAM now, I've heard a lot about community. <laughs> and, um, but I was just thinking of this time and, and all that I've heard. Um, you know, the golden thread that goes through community is that love and kindness and respect. And, um, and I had to learn to be a community. I, um, I will tell you a little story uh, of when I was in Thailand, I worked with the, the medical team that went into the refugee camps every day. And I was home. So I'm kind of like the mother of the boats. So they come home every evening and they exhausted. And John Padden was our leader and he came back with a filofax. We've never seen a filofax. This is the first one out. And so we, the leadership team, we all made filofaxes, you know, all the different sections. And at the back of mine, I decided I am going to put the whole team's names and I made columns. And it's like Andrew said, we need to learn how to affirm and um, bless people. So I put everyone's names down and then I, I write a date next to their name if I have done something special to them. That was a, a real learning experience for me to see, okay, am I fair? And that's that really helped me. Now I've learned more to depend on the Lord, to get Lord, who do I need to encourage today? I think because there's such a big value in affirmation and encouragement. But I was in Thai, in Waivam Heidebeet before I came here. 
And I just had a few months after coming back from the Olympic Games and they didn't know quite know what to do with me. So they gave me the title of the community life coordinator. And I love doing that um, because I love to, because for me, it is encouragement. But I realized very quickly, I cannot do it by myself. And I was praying and I asked the Lord, Lord, what, what do I do? And I was thinking of getting a big pizza and at the staff meeting, speak about community life and maybe pass the pizza that around and say, if, if you want to be part of community life, have a piece of pizza. But it wasn't practical. So I got a long French stick. But before I show it to you, and I, I put on like this, community life. And I thought I'll, I'll, I'll give the, send the bread around and people can then take a piece. And then when I realized if, if they can see it, I need to see it too. Mm. So I typed it out. And as I was matching all the letters, right in the middle, six the side six, that's right, is the I, and it's the I on my side too. And I realized community life begins with me. It doesn't, I cannot point the finger, I cannot expect anyone else to be community life. I'm the one that needs to reach out. I'm the one that, that have my ears open and say, how can I bring the community together? We have lots of people, like Claire said last week, um, sometimes we're more in love with the word community than we actually want to do it. And um, because, to be community really cost us something. It cost us our time, it cost us our finances, it cost us our privacy. And, but we do need to, to step out and do that. I think several times in, in the different um, talks or if, it just came through the whole thing of encouragement. And we need to be encouragers so that we can be a community that can encourage others. And mm -hmm. it's like Andrew said, it's a daily thing. If you practice it, it will come easily. And we, we hold it back so often because we, we think what will people think or either grow up this way and but we have Jesus, who's the biggest encourager. And if we listen to him, we can step out and be encouragers. This is kind of the golden thread for me that ties it all together. Mm, that's great, Rita. Thank you. Um, just as you were talking now about uh, the, the cost of community, mm -hmm. um, and uh, you guys mentioned the room where there was the commitment, the confession, but also the confrontation. Um, it also reminded me of what uh, Jose mentioned in his talk about iron sharpening iron. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Um, and community is a place where we grow because we're, we're 
where the iron, the people are, the other people are, are sharpening us. Um, and I think that there's those two aspects. You've got the encouragement side where we need to be encouraging, but also there's the side where we need to be growing um, and confronting other people and talking the truth and love, really. Um, and so, yeah, there's the, the, it just reminded me now when you were saying about the cost, because that's costly. That is hard. Um, mm -hmm. And it's not always easy to live in community or be in a community. Um, mm -hmm. Another th another thing we haven't actually mentioned in this at all is uh, Rebecca's article about the YWAM 3.0. Um, I didn't talk about this beforehand, but does anyone have any thoughts on that? Um, otherwise, I can speak into it. Yeah, I can say something uh, to that. So in, when we look at the uh, spheres of society and the, the this YWAM 3.0, how are we relating into the the spheres of society what does it mean to be present in our communities uh, I like I really like how Rebecca was saying like I, this is all new for me I'm I'm just now moving into this type of community and it's really strange like I've been a, on big YWAM bases my whole life I don't know what it means to uh, not live on a YWAM base and just figuring it out and for me I really enjoy not living on a YWAM base, actually. I've been on bigger YWAM bases, uh, but I enjoy being uh, in the community in uh, having contacts in the in the business world here in Ujitsa, in, in being that uh, touch point where, uh, I mean, I've had stories of where people come uh, that I know from like sort of professional spheres here and on a rough day, or after a difficult time when the, their first call was me to mm. have a chat um, and ask my advice, what would I do in this difficult situation? And uh, so I think it's really important that for, for ourselves and as our Wyoming communities that we have those touch points in our local mm -hmm. communities, in the business, in the government spheres, um, in the education, because that's where we're also showing life and being available to, uh, to be vulnerable ourselves, to confront when confrontation is needed. But so like you're saying, the affirmation for people as well is mm. really, really important. Yeah, that's great. Well, does anyone have one last thought that can be on anything? <laughs> yeah, I mean, I think what Rita was saying about the I in community was just fantastic. You know, mm -hmm. it starts with us. And, you know, Runa, Runa touched about that in his article too. He said, you know, uh, our communities are kind of forming our leadership, not the other way around, right? So leadership is, it's, it's out of the community. So that really, I mean, that's a really key concept. Like it starts with me, even though I'm a base leader, it still does start with me. And our, our communities, they really shape our leadership. And so that's, I love that idea of the I in community. It's fantastic. It was a great illustration and, and to start with I and to look at myself, you know, what am I doing to better my community or, or better those around me? Um, you know, and that iron sharpening iron, Belinda, you touched on, it's very true. It's, it's, it's a balance of both, you know, affirming and saying, hey, man, I think you need to work on this area. I love you. You know, let's work on this together and, you know, those kind of things. So, yeah, a lot of good things. Um, community it's awesome uh there's also tension and i think there's it's good to have some tension yeah you know i think it's not a bad it's not a bad um health factor right to have a little bit of tension in your in your communities it's not bad 
So uh, it doesn't scare me. Of course, I don't want it completely that way, but I, you know, if you have a good balance of affirmation and tension, you know, and those kind of things, I think that's, that's not a bad thing. So. That's brilliant. Well, thank you everybody. Uh, I've loved, I've loved hearing all of you and I love, I think that we've really wrapped up and rounded up this month very well. Um, I hope everyone out there has enjoyed this talk as much as I have. So bless you guys. See you. Bye. See you. Bye -bye. Bless you. See you.